Hello, everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Epic Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. And I'm so excited today to have Hadley Messner joining me. Hi, Hadley. Hi. Welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, Hadley is a spiritual healer and a a beautiful, radiant soul. I mean, I just, I start to tear up now as I think about, I I received a healing experience from Hadley a couple months ago, and I'm, I'm like, just thinking about that now is kind of taking me back to that. I'm still feeling the the positive effects of it today. And I'm so excited to not only talk to Hadley about her work, but also to be able to share my own experience and, and to discuss some of the things that um, we can all do uh, in our lives to bring more healing and, and cleansing. So I'm just, this is going to be a great podcast. I just know it. Um, all the information that we mention will be available on the notes um, after the podcast is published on my website, epicmeditations.com. So any references to websites and dates and all that kind of stuff um, will be there. So I want to I want to dive right in and say first, Hadley has a website. So Hadley, why don't you tell us about your website and let's talk first about the work that you do. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa, for having me. And I, I honestly, it was just a real um, gift to to be the instrument that brought your healing. Um, that's how I see it. Um, I'm a spiritual healer and a, I would say an instrument of God. Um, I have a website. It's um, miahaya.com. It's miahaya meaning water of life. Um, again, um, what I do is I, I don't see myself as a healer, but rather just I surrender to whatever be in that moment for um, the, for the person that's there with me that I know that I, I have mostly a, a sense that I am not even really present, that I step out of the way so that God can come in and give the, the person the healing they need, meaning God's instruments, uh, the spirit guides of high frequency and angels and, and whatever else I'm guided to. So it's whatever's in that particular moment for the person. And I'm really just um, just really a bridge, a bridge to, to that healing in the physical. So that's really how it, 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 it comes through. Well, and um, what's so amazing, too, um, most people, I think, when they imagine um, meeting or having a session with a healer, they imagine being with them in person. And mm-hmm. what's so fantastic is right now, um, Hadley's mm-hmm. in California, I'm in Ohio, and we yeah. did our healing session through Skype, through the, the magic of yeah. Skype, like we're talking right now. And mm-hmm. it was powerful and complete and present. So it, I'm sure it would be wonderful um, for the, you know, the clients that get to meet with you in person, but you also do distance work, which is, which is really fantastic. And can you talk a little bit about the, the, how that works and the differences between the, the two kinds of experiences for you? Yes. Um, Okay. So I feel that it's best to explain it in this way that there is no separation from us in reality. Um, there is, um, 
uh, a oneness of all of us. And um, it doesn't matter if I if I connect with the person over the phone or via Skype. When I when I first make contact, I begin to just feel through my heart that person, and I start to really connect with them. Now, in some ways, I've always been this way, even before doing healing work. I would feel people like they're empathetically like could feel things um and what needs to be said just in a conversation it could be anything and i could i might have a conversation with somebody on the street and i i would feel like this person needs to hear this today you need to say this so in some ways i've always been an instrument um and i as i started doing spiritual healing work that just developed more and more and more so in person it's so much the same. It's like the person's right in front of me. And so I have the energy field to read everything. It's all available in that moment through unconditional love, really through our unconditional love, which is God. Um, through Skype, same thing. I connect. And as soon as I see the person, it's like the direct link. And it's just immediate. I start to sense and feel and receive information. Um, it just comes flying in and it's, it's really just so that I can help the person. Um, but the intuitive gifts, like we all have intu you know, intuition. Every single person has intuition, which is really the voice of God within. Um, how much that develops and how, um, how, how strong that is, you know, in child, it all depends on where the person's been in other lifetimes, like how developed that will be. So it's just, there's a range. Um, so it was really very heightened in me when I was little. And as I started developing as a spiritual healer and being trained by um, the person that, that trained me, um, Victor Barome, it began to develop, uh, to develop very strongly. And so through Skype, I just feel everything I need to feel. And then God is everywhere, right? So God just has his spirit guides go boom, right to the person just immediately. Um, so that's really why it's the same. It's the exact same as if they're in front of me, really. Well, one of the things I, I want to share, I, and I believe we actually talked about this after our session. Um, so I have two cats and mm -hmm. one of them was, um, hanging out, you know, by me while this was going on and I'm sitting, you know, in my chair and calmly not moving, not doing anything. She's hanging out. And that moment when you brought my energy to you mm -hmm. she reacted as if I was like getting up and leaving I mean she started like she was like what what are you doing she, her head's moving she's she got up she walked over she jumped on the desk she's she's like where are you going and I I literally I mean I just was sitting there I mean I kind of opened my eyes because I sensed her so I, I kind of watched her and then and she was looking at me sort of quizzically you know and she was sort of like looking around for me in a way. And then when I returned, she kind of sat down and, and she went back to, oh, okay, everything's fine. And, you know, and I, it wasn't just for anybody listening. It wasn't like I had, you know, I blacked out or I was somehow gone. I mean, I was still very conscious and, and present. Um, but yeah. she felt that, I mean, I felt the energy change and my cat, I know felt that change. She was witness to it. And I just thought that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're so, they're so um, able to, to perceive, you know, the spirit realm, the spirit world. And so they're very aware when they see your spirit kind of come out, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes my cat will see, um, I'll be looking over my head, right? Sometimes over my head, like last night I was in bed and I, my cat's, her head just kept going whoop, real fast over my head. And I just realized, oh, I was like, oh, who's here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're so amazing, like the way that they perceive um, the spirit, the spirits yeah. and, the, and the angels. They really see them. Yes, that's beautiful. It, it, it is. And I, I just, I love that whole explanation you gave um, that there really is no distance and the energy isn't bounded by any kind of, um, or limited by any kind of uh, physical parameters in, in this exactly. world. Well, another thing that um, was unexpected, I guess I'll, I'll leave it that way, in a way um, from our healing was just how, um, powerfully we, um, shared my mother. Um, interestingly enough, we had this, uh, we had our appointment set up, our healing appointment set up. And then, um, my mom went into the hospital and so I kind of canceled everything and she, 12 days later, she passed away. So that was in March. And so it was, um, May when we had our appointment. So it was a couple months later and, um, you know, um, obviously my mom is still very, um, there's still a freshness, you know, to her passing and she came through so distinctly in what you shared with me. And, um, I, that was not a piece that I necessarily, I mean, I wasn't surprised, I guess, but Mm -hmm. yet it was a beautiful, like, such an extra blessing and gift that I, I just wasn't expecting. And I'd love that you could give that to me. Uh, I, it, it was, um, it's, you know, here's the thing, even for me, sometimes it's unexpected. I never know exactly what God's going to do. So often I am, I'm taken, you know, by surprise, just like you are. Um, so I do have, I will talk about it a little bit. I have, um, uh, the gift of closure, and um, this this means that it, often this is referred to as mediumship. Right now in the U.S., you hear that that term a lot. Um, it, it simply means that I'm connecting and getting messages from those that have already passed into the into the spirit world. So our 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 loved ones, and it was such an honor to be able to get those messages to you, and that that's a part of healing. And yes. so I'm a healer first. And, um, and then the mediumship part, um, or closure, as I, I call it, is really for healing. And so that's why it's sometimes allowed to have to take place to happen for someone. And often, um, it's just maybe just a, a way of, of, saying some last, you know, words, but you can, you can hear her at any point. Um, you also have that connection. Everybody does have the ability to send a, a hello to, you know, it's like picking up the phone, but just our thoughts alone can, can draw that person's energy um, to them, you know, our energy to them to let them know I love them, you know, or just as you're praying to just send them a, I'm thinking about you today, mom, you know, I'm thinking about you. They, they hear everything, everything gets right back to them. Um, it's all uh, uh, this gift from God to be, we're so connected and we're in soul families. And so, yes, in the physical world, we are playing these roles, right? We're playing these roles of mother and daughter and sister, brother. 
Um, but in the spirit world, we come back and we're all like brothers and sisters again. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're like, we're planning already for the other incarnations and how we're going to grow and what will serve us in the, in the highest way. Who can, who can benefit the most from me being mother or you being daughter? And we sorted all that out. But these lifetimes here in the physical, it is a tremendous gift. And we can do so much spiritual growth in these relationships. So sometimes a soul gets to the other side and they say to themselves, I don't know if my daughter knew that I now have forgiveness in my heart. I want her to know so that we don't have these concerns. Did they get to that place of forgiveness? Because it's really important when we're here, really important in order to grow. So I thought that was just a a special thing just for you, just a gift from God for you. And that and sometimes that happens in healings, but not not real often. And um, but it's just a beautiful gift. So I'm I'm so happy for you that you you got you you got a little special extra extra bonus there. (laughs) I, I did. I did. And, you know, it's my father died two years ago and he had Alzheimer's and he um, had Alzheimer's for a long time. It, you know, it's hard to pinpoint exactly when it starts, but I would say, you know, um, probably from the beginning, maybe around 15 years. And, um, it was kind of interesting that he, his body stayed as, as viable as it did given how advanced his Alzheimer's was. So, you know, in his, in, you know, in his last year or two, you know, our communication, you know, had, um, been impacted, especially, you know, as it got closer to the end. But um, interestingly enough, he always remembered me. And even though he mm-hmm. couldn't talk, we did have ways of communicating. But what really struck me as a difference, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Um, now I've lost, now that both my parents have passed with my mom, my mom and I talked all the time and she was very alert, you know, uh, you know, up until the end. Um, so I didn't, yeah. after she passed, I had some conversations with her, but not as many. With my father, it was so funny, after he passed, for months, I mean, I, I talked more to my dad than I had in so long, because it's like I could talk to him again, you know, <laughs> that even though we had some communication, you know, our communication was more visceral, it was more emotional, it was more... Um, you know, me just sort of being present with him. There wasn't as much like conversation, chitty chatty, you know? And yeah. when he passed, I felt like he was the person that was most helping me deal with his passing, you know, and I would yeah. talk to him in ways that I hadn't been able to talk to him in years. And it was like these full out conversations, you know, and it was almost <laughs> like we were making up for all this lost time. And then, and then one day that's sort of like, okay, you know, we, it's like, we sort of talked out and it doesn't mean I never touch base with him, but that it's like, okay, we, you know, we, we talked all that out with, with my mom, you know, my mom and I were talking up until, you know, the day before she passed. So there wasn't so much like conversation that I had with her, but it was the emotional closure about, about her passing. That was the gift. Yes. And, and yes, I, I, I think it's also just beautiful, just the way that you just described that with your father, because this is 
happening to many families, you know, where they're they're crossing and there there weren't enough words said at the end where everything was kind of neatly, you know, um, uh, tied up where you knew that your father was present and that he was well and now he's like so vivacious and, you know, on the other side he's he's looking like he's like 30 again, you know, he's like all back to himself and his full, true, authentic essence. So it's a beautiful gift that you were able to get that from him to know he's back to himself. Like he has, you know, his, his, his self back, his full essence. So I think that's really important. Sometimes I've seen other mediums, um, uh, you know, people that have a gift of closure, closure like the Tyler Henry or, you know, John Edward or, um, and some of them will say, I see the person jumping up and down and they do that. Sometimes they'll get, they'll show a symbol to let them know my legs are working now or my body's working. My, you know, I'm in great shape now, or they show long hair to let them know my hair's grown back in, you know, whatever it was that the passing, um, maybe, uh, took from them, whatever it was that happened during an illness or whatever it was. They always want to kind of reassure the person, like, I'm okay. I'm jumping up and down now. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm it's, good. it's so perfect so. that you share that because after my father um, passed, and, and I remember doing the identification at the funeral home, and he um, physically, you know, did not resemble the robust, vibrant, vivacious, energetic man that he was. And um, the thought, so when I came home, what he told me to do was I, I, uh, there's a particular picture of he and I together. He's in his like early thirties and he oh. is full on, you know, his like powerfully energetic, you know, vibrant self. And it's he and I together. And yeah. that's the image that I, I put on my phone. And every time I thought of him, that was the image so that I replaced the last image of my mind with that image. And, oh. and it's so, so funny when you said 30, because I think in this picture, he's like, I don't know, 32 or something like that. I, I forget exactly how yeah. old, but it's right, right around that Perfect. age. And the other thing I wanted Perfect. to tell you was um, the day he died, I was, I knew it was going to be happening and I expected it was going to happen that day. And I had, been futzing around all morning trying to decide something was kind of holding me back from going over to see him and so I thought okay I'm going to just ask him so I sat down on the sofa and I kind of closed my eyes and I prayed for a minute and I asked him you know should I you know you want me to come over and visit you and um what was interesting was and this was the um, first time this happened. I mean, it happened later after he passed, but this was the first time this ever happened while he was alive. Um, I had this very distinct, specific conversation with him where he told me, no, to just stay home. And it was a really beautiful little chat, lasted, you know, a couple of minutes. And it was very much in his kind of voice and the way he always spoke and, and everything, not, you know, the way he had been for the, you know, recent years. Mm -hmm. And about 15 minutes after that was done and I was feeling very peaceful, that's when I got the phone call that he passed. Uh, so wow. I feel like, you know, that was 
that you know that was when he that was when he died and that's why he was able to talk to me like that again and that really yeah. opened that door up to say wow you know now we can like we hadn't been able to talk for so long and so that's when just all these conversations <laughs> with him started up so oh um, that is beautiful beautiful yeah, yeah. so I, I, yeah. I share all that because I I am such a um uh, and having uh, been um, someone who studied Reiki also, I so much value and believe in the exchange and experience of energies that it is mm-hmm. more um, deeply real than the, the physical of this world because uh, it transcends yeah. it. It exists in this world and also beyond this world. And so right. it's, it's the, it's a transcendent connective piece. And uh, so I just, I love so much what you do. And I also, you know, while my experience, while my healing with you was a personal healing, um, I also understand that I think you, you do work like for, um, not just with people, but also like with businesses and with people's homes doing like the kind of cleansing and healing, right? Yeah. So, um, in addition to doing the healings, um, I strongly feel that clearings around our living space and our business space is very, very important, especially right now. People can really feel um, very out of balance when they're spiritually uh, having a lot of negativity coming from all different sources, really. It's just a, a lack of grounding right now. When you when you consider how grounded we were, you know, just a century ago, um, it, it's, it's entirely different. We wear shoes all the time on our feet that have a you know, rubber soles, and that in and of itself kind of prevents some grounding. But then also just the the electronics, the, um, the you know, um, the electromagnetic energies that, that are, you know, across Mother Earth right now, it's affecting us. And so our living space, sometimes it can cause us, if it is left um, with, the, with the negative um, uh, presence, like just with, things that come through, you know, can just come through day to day, just, um, and, and, and it hangs out a little bit, you know, there's, there's just things that are hanging out there and it can cause a lot of confusion or irritability. Um, people can just not feel good, just really feel out of sorts. When you do a home clearing, um, it really does not only cleanse the space, but then I, I pray to God, I learned in a way from um, my teacher, that um, that allows the magnetic grid to be altered and it changes everything because sometimes that is off by just the, 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 the issues that have gone on in the home for a long time. Sometimes previous owners may have been argumentative. Maybe there was a divorce situation. We never know what it is that's kind of left behind in an apartment or a home either. Mm-hmm. So we'll move in and the home may seem really you know clean but spiritually clean is a is is really important to have that as well to have the balance and the harmony and the communications better there's less confusion um it's just everything flows and it's also easier for businesses especially to bring in more abundance to bring in more uh prosperity for the business to have client relations flow in a in a more positive way all of it, it it makes a huge difference. So I do usually, I see people for healings and then often 
you know, we'll find out kind of after working together that there may be an issue in their home that's also causing them to feel a little out of sorts, maybe depression, maybe anxiety. Whatever is is happening to them can sometimes be related to the home environment as well. Um, so we kind of, you know, I like to take care of both on, on many occasions if, if, if it's really, um, and I see a lot of people with mental illnesses like depression and anxiety, bipolar, if there's issues that are happening um, for a long period of time, or maybe sometimes even people can trace it back to, you know, I felt okay until I moved into this apartment. Now that I think about it, this apartment actually was the first time where I started having um, uh, bad dreams, or I started feeling really spacey and really out of it, you know, like they can kind of sometimes pinpoint when that's began for them. So sometimes it's, it's not, you know, so we, we have a tendency to feel like it's all happening within us, but what we're living around makes a big, big difference. Yeah. Um, so, so I do do the clearings. We, those also can be done from a distance. So I do those both distance and in person. Um, also cleansing the mirrors. Um, there's reasons that we need to cleanse the mirrors. Um, I won't go into all talk that a little bit right about now. what's what talk okay. about that. Yeah, cleansing the mirrors. That's okay. new to me. People get a, a little um, weirded out uh, by some of this information, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and share a little bit. Um, so, so the mirrors can can actually hold spirits within the mirror. There can be um, energies uh, that kind of hang out, and then they have kind of a place to hide. It's it's you know from if you go back all the way through time. Um, mirrors have been referred to as, you know, holding other dimensions. If you look at Absolutely, all different, yeah. yeah. So there can be um, a cleansed home, and it's fully cleansed, okay. but there's still something in the mirror. <laughs> so, okay. um, in-person clearing, um, it can be done from a distance also to cleanse all the mirrors and see all of them. But when I'm in, in person, a home clearing isn't just a matter of me walking in and smudging the place and saying a blessing it's actually a lot of that but i also it takes me about four to five hours to do um just a average home three bedroom home um because of the need to do it so thoroughly because of um the mirrors it can be actually the lengthiest amount of time is actually pulling and removing from the mirrors and um, i use a sacred fire stick so in in person, I'm using that to pull from the mirrors and um, and all all sorts of ways to to make sure that everything is completely clean before asking God to realign the magnetic grid because that has to be done and it has to be done very 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 thoroughly. So again, I learned all of this from um, Victor Barone, who um, is in Los Angeles area and um, learned how to do home clearings and business clearings from him, and it's. I, honestly, it's just, it's such a big difference in terms of the flow of energy. Otherwise, the energies are very stagnant. They can be very stagnant, and then things aren't flowing positively. So after the mirrors are done, nothing can get back in. It's like once the mirror is sealed, it's sealed. Nothing's coming back in. Got it, got it. That's really beautiful about it. So, yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about... Um, when I bought this home, uh, see, it was in 2013. And so I was looking at places and there was, there are different places, but one home in particular that, um, 
I, I, the energy just, I, I, it was a beautiful home. I mean, um, my mother and the realtor loved it. I could, I could, um, take a step back and say, this is fantastic, but it didn't feel right to me. And it's funny how some of the homes you go in and you can almost, you know, feel there's, there's something about the way they feel. And yes. I, I was thinking how, wow, you know, if, um, it would be a great idea for people to like, before they put their home on the market to have it cleansed, <laughs> you yes, know, because, exactly. because yeah. you can, and, 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 you know, people are going to experience that and feel it in different ways. They'll articulate it in different ways. You know, for some people it may just say, oh, it's, you know, it's not the house for me or whatever, but, and that could be the case anyway, but still, yeah. you know, that is definitely something. And I think it's even more pronounced when you're going into, you know, um, like, you know, we get used to the way the homes feel of our family and friends that we visit often, you yes. know, we kind of acclimate to whatever that is. And when you're going into brand new places, I think you, at least for me, I think I feel that more, you know, um, I, which is why I noticed I, it when I was looking at homes. But, you know, you mentioned training and I, I want to talk with you a little bit about that. If you could share some of, you know, sort of your path to get here to doing this kind of work and, you know, your personal journey as well as the actual training and, and studying that you've done. Yeah. So, um, so I have spent, uh, let's see, since about, 2013, um, I really had a spiritual awakening is what happened. I had a healing by a healer in the Washington, D.C. area, actually, who had studied with my now teacher, so my current teacher. I It was such a big awakening, and it's, it's, it's hard to even really put into words, but I... I began to realize that everything that I had within me, it was really time to start using it. And it was a, a passion. Like I, I felt so driven to get the training immediately. And I went through every class I needed in only about a year and a half. I just went full steam ahead um, with no, no looking back, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. that kind of feeling in me. It was such a strong desire um, to serve God, to serve humanity. It was really, really um, one of the most beautiful times in my life, I will say. It, it was it was a time where I had really slowed down also my my the way that I live. I started looking at living more simply and how I had contributed to much of um, my own kind of suffering in the world. Like I had, I had a really beautiful life. I, I have four children. I have a wonderful husband. I mean, incredible man. Um, and for years I felt, I felt pretty good. You know, I felt pretty good, but <laughs> I wasn't aware of what was possible yet. You know, I would have stress like like oh I feel stressed like there's so much going on and I've got this and that and after my spiritual healings it was like everything just came into balance I felt so much more happiness than I'd ever felt and I thought I was doing good but it was afterwards I felt so entirely different and I had this really like beautiful dreams and visions that God gave me that 
um, were so profound, um, so profound. I don't even know if I can really put it into words, but I saw things from um, from the perspective of my soul. I began to see um, the Mother Earth. I actually, in one particular vision, I was looking at the Earth, and I began to hear all the prayers circling the Earth. I saw them like in ribbons of light, like circling the Earth. And it just, it awakened me to just the soul part of myself that had a burning desire to help others. I had always been somebody that, that helped people. I mean, I had been, like, since I was really young, I was, you know, I was doing college counseling for free. I would help people that, um, first-generation college students that, you know, high school, rather, that wanted to go to college. And... Um, I would help them with their resumes and getting them even, you know, prepared for the SATs, all these different things. Infertility, I went through infertility, and that was also kind of a huge gift in my life where I grew spiritually a great amount during that time period because of the suffering that I felt, the sadness over not being able to have a baby. I, I went back to all sorts of, you know, things that I knew within me, like eating better, having my wheatgrass juice in the morning, you know, really um, seeing myself holding a baby, like just believing that all was possible, having no limitations. All those things are within us as a soul. And so all these things kind of came together from my, I would say my mid-30s until my mid-40s. Mm-hmm where I, I was experiencing things that would prepare me for what I'm doing now. So everything kind of came into a complete um, place where I really was ready at about 45. So it was, it was, um, it was really a, a long wait for me, but I had everything in there from the time I was about 18. I knew there were spiritual gifts and I, I did have visitations from my my um, sisters who passed away when I was a teenager, so a lot of things happened that made me aware that no child, you are not normal. I knew that early on, <laughs> but all the the pieces came together. How I would use everything that I had to prepare me for then becoming a spiritual healer. So even when I go back, I had a. Um, I have a master's in physiology. I understand the human body very, very well. So it's helped me many times kind of pinpoint what nutrients people are deficient in and God uses all of that. You know, there's reasons that I did everything I, I've, I've done. Um, so there's no accidents. You know, we we, we and we're like, oh, I, I should have. No, no, there's no no would have, should have. I Everything that leads us up to the point where we're really ready to surrender our, our will a little bit, if you will, to, to, to go ahead and begin to serve humanity and, and everything we have within us, there's been reasons that we've done everything and no accident. So now I'm just using everything I've got, you know, like everything I have. And um, so I began training right away. I had a healing in February of, of that year, I guess, when I was 45. And um, I, I, one month later on my, on my birthday, on March 1st, I was taking my first classes. And so Victor Barron is his name, or Barone. Um, he has a website, and it's victorbarron.com, B-A-R-R-O-N is the spelling. He's the real deal. 
He is the real deal and not um, what you would think of as a, a shaman. I think he has one of the most humble personas of any, anyone I've met. Um, he's compassionate and uh, I only want to do what I'm doing with love, you know, and he really, he does everything with unconditional love and with God and it's it's just a really it's really the only way that I could be doing what I'm doing. I, I, I know that I was led to him. I, there's just, again, I was in DC and I just happened to find this healer that was trained by him. That was only 15 minutes from my house. That's I'd cool. lived there for six, 16 years. I had lived there, you know, and I finally, <laughs> his name is, um, Robin and, um, Thompson, by the way, Robin Thompson. And he's, he's still in DC area. So he's wonderful. Um, but anyway, so that was really how I found my, my teacher. That's yeah. great. Now, do you continue to take, when was, it, like, do you continue to take classes with him or? Mm-hmm. I do. I, I'm now at, um, it, again, it just, I just jumped in with both feet, right? And I just, I didn't question. And I think sometimes we have a habit of stopping ourselves, like, either from um, the cost or maybe not now. And this, and I didn't, it's like every thought that came up, I was like, uh-uh, I'm going, I'm going. Um, and I, and I went, um, I am now at the advanced level actually, which is, um, which is really in this, and he teaches in the U S he teaches in Germany, he teaches in Australia, Austria, uh, Italy, um, he's actually going to be teaching in Washington, D.C. next month. Um, and they can, you know, anyone can look up on his website, his schedule's there on his calendar um, for the level one, beginner level one. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so I, I'm at the advanced, and this will go on for many, many years. I'll always go back once a year, and I just came back from a full week of training with him and, and um, 12 other healers that actually are from all over the, the U.S. Um, and then there's, you know, groups in other parts of Europe that also come together at the advanced level every year with him. So it will go on and on. And, um, and I'm, that, that's great. I, I feel um, every year the consciousness is changing. So every year we really need to know uh, how certain healings have changed and, and adapted to the change within the consciousness on the planet. So it's important to kind of keep up and not just, it's definitely not, uh, you know, a weekend seminar. It's not like that. It's like if you, if you take the classes, you can do just one or two classes or just the spiritual hygiene, which I'll talk about in a, in a little bit because you were talking about the, um, the cleansing. Um, that's, first class he teaches so that's within the beginner level one and that's okay. actually going to be offered in august in dc so and he just taught it in los angeles but it's already passed and he, he does also offer um there's a healing retreat he's offering next year 2018 i think it's in june like june 10th around then and those are profound they're there we all need healing this is the thing we all need healing we've had many many lifetimes and some of those lifetimes we're still carrying within our cellular memory the traumas and the anxieties and the, the issues and we don't know why. It's like why why do I 
sometimes I have this reaction when I'm around water. Why do I have this reaction, right, when I'm when I'm when I when I'm at a you know when there's a fire lit? You know, there's just different things that we don't know where it comes from, but there's so much healing available. God is so you know loving and unconditional love. And when we start, when we don't know what the reasons are, that retreat, there's there's uh, many healings there that really help me with some of that. And he's offering, I think, one more retreat. And it may not be for a long time. It was maybe a decade since he had offered um, a retreat in the U.S. So it's a very big healing um, of all sorts. There's several circle of life healing and, this, and the spirit of the river healing and just these, these healings that are just, they're profound. I can't even really even put them into, into words, but they they changed my life. They changed. I have I have no fear. I literally have no fear in me of anything. Um, even when I'm doing the home clearing, sometimes and I encounter things, I'm not afraid. Um, so so the spiritual hygiene was. Um, I know I gave you a little bit of background. I always like to give people some some information on spiritual hygiene because it's really just a part of the world we're living in right now as we are more ungrounded as we have kind of done some harm as to mother earth we have unfortunately um caused some of this in ground ungrounding ourselves so it's important to just to to know to have some of the, the tools that god gave us like the frankincense the smudging right uh, lighting a white candle that's been blessed, which pulls from the room so much energy that needs to be removed. And it's very strong. Once it's been blessed, it's extremely strong to just light a white candle near a computer at night. Um, so, yeah. So Well, you know, are, the, the, one of the images that I had when you were talking is I was thinking about sort of, you know, days of yore where you had artisans and, you know, people that did different sorts of in different kinds of guilds and crafts where they were apprentices learning from masters, you know, and, and as they learned how to do more then they learned there was more to learn, you know, and that it's, it's iterative and it takes years and they study to the point to where the, the master sort of, you know, fades off and they've gotten to the point where now they're the master and they've taken on, uh, you know, apprentices. And I think that that's something you know, in our lives where it's, you know, it's very valuable to, you know, to read a book or take a class or have some finite training opportunity. But, you know, we're also apprentices in life, right? Learning from, you know, masters around us, people that are, you know, a few steps past where we're at right now. And sometimes we don't even understand all that we have to learn from that person until we start to learn from that person. And then yeah. like the, you know, doors open up and we realize, oh, now there's more and now there's more. And, and it just, and you realize, wow, this is, you know, this isn't just a one weekend thing or a one class thing or a one year thing. It's, and, and going back, you know, to that person working with that person just, you know, takes you deeper, you know, takes you yeah. into those levels. But yeah, I did. I'm glad I wanted to, I wanted to touch a little bit on some things that, people can do right now and Hadley was mentioning the information when I set up the distance healing um, she sent me a, a little kit which was really cool it had um, 
It had the little uh, charcoal um, that you could light um, and put the frankincense crystals on them to, to do smudging and had kind of some instructions for cleaning. I had a bottle of rose water and, and stuff. So I'd like to talk just a little bit about those items and what people can do. Like some people have heard the word smudging, but what does that really mean? Maybe you can just take a minute and explain to people what is smudging. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, a very good question because I I really do want everybody to have this information. It's it's so important and and we really have been given all these beautiful tools. These these plants. Um, they're sacred. They truly are. Um, frankincense, um, resin crystals. They they um, come from a tree. There's actually cuts that, you know, are made to a tree. And, um, if you go all the way back, you know, they're still using it in many churches, but, you know, back in the, in the Holy land, they, they sell it everywhere in Jordan and all around the area. Um, these cuts then have a sap that kind of releases from the, the tree itself. And then that dries and then they, they cut it off. And that's what those crystals are coming from directly from this tree. Um, it's, it really is best used with a lot of reverence. And I, I say this um, because we can smudge. We can smudge with white sage. We can, we can smudge with lavender. All sorts of beautiful um, plants have this ability to cleanse once, once they are lit and the smoke begins to, to circulate through the, through the air. But what's most important is that we pray, that we give reverence and gratitude to these spirits because they're real. They truly have a spirit. So, so I always pray before I use the, the frankincense and ask God to bless the frankincense. And then I thank the spirit of frankincense. And I feel the spirit come in right when I begin to pray. I can feel him standing there. And it's not like a little little sprite, like little fairy, not like that, but a, a strong, tall man. I feel his presence standing next to me. I can see how he's what he's dressed as in my in my in my mind's eye. You know, my third eye. Um, this is a very strong presence, and he's there to go to work. You know, when you pray and you have all that reverence and gratitude for him being there, then God then allows that miracle to take place. And it's a miracle, it truly is, um, that we have these tools that, that can help us. And they cleanse so strongly. So frankincense is one of the strongest. Um, you can also use kapal in some situations where things are very, very heavy. You could use kapal resin, um, which can go back, I think, all the way like to Mayan times. Um, it's more in that, that region where it was used. Um, white sage is beautiful. It's, of course, very well-known, uh, probably one of the most well-known, I would say, actually here in the U.S. Um, I love it when I'm smudging my body. I can definitely feel the spirit of white sage, and it's a calming, calming presence, very beautiful. But for our homes, we need something a little stronger, which the frankincense is, is a little bit, it's, it's better for the homes, and I use it in most of my healing work and was taught that. Um, I also use the rose water. Again, every tool needs to be blessed first. You hold it up to God. I like the Edgar Casey brand. It's, um, it's called, I think it's the Heritage Store is what it's called. It's like a little pink bottle of rose rose I my, petals. I keep mine by my computer that you sent me. Yeah, and perfect. Yes, it's Heritage Store, rose petals, rose water. Yeah, it's yeah. a little spray bottle. It's, yeah, it's um, available online on a lot of a lot of places, and 
um, I like to have it right here on hand and uh, and have it for people to take home. And I keep it even in my purse because sometimes we just feel good with it. If you're at the airport or going to fly or, you know, it just helps me feel much lighter. It calms the thoughts in our, in our mental consciousness, but it also is protective. So it's really, it's twofold. It's really wonderful. And it brings up, lightens the energy in our home. So, or around our computer. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I just, I use it whenever I feel the need for it. And my kids are going off to school and I used to make jokes to them about it like my big fat Greek wedding, you know, where he's spraying the Windex. I'm like, okay, kids, you're going to school. Here's your rose water. <laughs> I'm spraying away. So. I love it. Uh, I love it. You know, full protection and, and just, uh, you know, just keep feeling good and light and calm. And, um, so, we all need that. So talk yeah. a little bit about the karate chop, you know, the hands. Yeah. Talk so about that. Cutting, mm-hmm. So cutting cords from people. This is very very important um i do cutting of the cords uh every healing every healing we need cords cut um it can even be cords from people we love it's our children it's our it's our spouse we're actually um not meant to always be attached spiritually to people and so sometimes somebody's having maybe a not so good day and you pick up on that and it runs right to you it's like there's a like a line heading right to your usually your navel area um and also people can maybe think of you and they may have a negative thought about us throughout the day um we don't we just don't know always where our emotions kind of come from right sometimes it's like we're having a reaction to whatever's being sent too so it's real important to i just with faith and intention i i ask that the cords be cut um throughout my day honestly sometimes people say oh i can't do that i just can't i just i can't do that all day i just can't right but for me it's real it's just habit it's like i've just had a conversation on the phone with somebody and i get off the phone and then it's time to cut and that's just the way it is it's so like explain i don't even to people exactly what you're doing yeah. so for people that don't know yeah. tell them exactly what you're doing i'm holding up my palm upward with my left hand all my fingers together and I bring up my right like I'm going to karate chop across my left palm. And I close my eyes and then I just say, God, please cut all cords. And then I just, in the name of God, I cut, I cut, I cut. And I just, I go back and forth. I cut, I cut. And I can feel it. It's like an unraveling just happened. And I'll do it even right now. Let me just kind of see if I can describe it. Okay, yeah. So what happens is that cord literally gets cut and it flies back. It just goes voom. It just flew back. Um, and it's it's now I feel stronger. I actually feel like there's a there's a it's easier to sit up completely straight even. So this this is how it sometimes makes us feel. We get a little heavy feel if there's too many cords. So it just helps kind of lighten the load if we're not carrying everybody along with us, right? Sometimes it's good cords. It's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, caring about my children. I'm, I'm, and but our energy is too attached. It's like you're, you're not only carrying your children and their issues or whatever it is, but you're taking them on. You know, like you don't need to, you don't need to 
be over their energy like that either. Like that's actually not really healthy for them. So it's better. We really actually want to cut from our kids, from whether we have worries about somebody. And then if we just, we don't even know who's maybe sending us negative energies. That can be the case sometimes. And, and I just, you know, we bless them because it's just human, you know, negative human tendencies. They can't always help that. It's just a part of where they are in their growth and you just bless them. And then I cut from them in the name of God. And then you just, you've released them. Um, but blessing them never with a, with, never with anything but unconditional love for anybody because um, we're all just, human beings and it's just a part of who we are that we're at all different stages of our spiritual growth so um so yeah we we just honor people they're our brothers and sisters so yeah yeah i love that and i i believe that um you know while our minds are very powerful and thoughts are very powerful i think that every time we can marry an action with with an intention it's so much more powerful than just a thought you know so sometimes that means gee instead of just thinking about how much I love you sometimes I actually do something to show you that I love you you know I mean it's so it's such an amplifier when we can add an I think an action and so that's why I think the karate chop thing is so great because while certainly a person can just you know, take a minute and either through meditation or prayer or whatever, you know, try to like, uh, you know, gain some clarity or gain some closure or gain some distance or whatever that disconnect is that they're looking for. But doing, doing a simple action like that, I think reinforces the intention so much more powerfully than just having the thought. Yes, I completely agree. Um, it's, 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 it's faith and intention, but something about um, using our physical body and our yes. mind at the same time, right. uh, everything together. It, it does, it really, really, and with, during a healing with a, with a client, I do have tools that cut the cords also, mm-hmm. but for everybody to be so, you know, I really want everybody to be empowered and to have a lot of this um, ability to, to take care of themselves too, that after they've had their healing, that they can now cut the cords that they they well that will be ingrained in them that they will begin to um, just accept it as this is just a part of of life and it helps me feel so good so you know it just is very very important and um, yeah and because so some I, of the other, I think oh, of it as, well I think of it as you know I mean certainly there's a need to kind of you know, um, cut a cord with something, you know, that's negative. But also if you think about like your arms are full of flowers and you're carrying, I mean, you're just full, like you cannot squeeze another flower in your arms. You're carrying all these flowers around. Eventually you have to put the flowers down because you can't do anything else. Right. If you're just carrying these flowers around. So I think to me, that's why sometimes you have to just keep the, the, the sense of the disconnect is, is important because you, you have to keep sort of like opening yourself back up again, you know? Exactly. I yes. I, that's exactly it. I'm going to talk about a little bit about how to ground also around a computer because we all are online so often um, doing, you know, business or whatever it be. And I, I, I'll include on that sheet that I give everybody just 
um, a little bit of information about about grounding around the electronics. And so I do have um, a sacred rock. You know, you can go out to nature and you ask permission from the rock before you bring it in and you bless the rock and ask before you take it, actually. You want to ask permission to take it for the purposes of grounding to help you. And then I place that near my computer, uh, anywhere where there's electronics, and that that also will help significantly for people. So that's another thing I just like to let them know. There's a few th other things on there, and all of a sudden I'm not sure if I'm remembering everything. Let's see. And the white candles I'd already mentioned. Um, and you also, yeah. I think, talk about even the need when you're, when you're smudging in your home and yourself to also do your all of these kinds of objects, right? The crystals or yeah. rocks that you may have so to, to sort of yes. cleanse out and empty the vibrations they may be holding on to. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Yes, that's really important. Um, a lot of people are very drawn to, to crystals. They're beautiful. They're, they're absolutely full of healing properties, right? There's all sorts of beautiful crystals, but they can get... Um, very dirty spiritually they can begin to absorb a lot of different negative energies and so it's very important to frankincense those I've, I've heard of all different methods of cleansing crystals and not all of them are actually that effective so yes you can put them under a full moonlight that's true you can do that um, but I've heard other things I'm trying to remember some of the others there's some advice to use another type of stone that cleanses and run it over the other stones that's not really actually real effective. So you really do want to have the frankincense and hold it, each stone over these. Otherwise, crystals are an amplifier, so they're going to amplify the negative. If they're absorbed uh, to the point where they're really at capacity, then they really start to amplify actually more of the negative that's there. So we really have to cleanse them pretty often, and especially those if we're wearing them, they'll be amplifying that right directly over our heart chakra, right? If they're on a chain, and if it's a beautiful crystal, but it's absorbed a lot of emotional uh, consciousness, then we, we're wearing that all around. And that can actually even bring on illness eventually. So it's really important to cleanse them. I, I you know, cleanse them with um, the way that I was, I was taught with um, the frankincense or my sacred fire sticks, but it's, it's really important that they're clean. So yes, that's, 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 True, and there was one other. Oh, an Epsom salt bath. That's oh, the other yes, thing I, re yes. I really need to touch on. That our energy field also can can pick up like a like a static electricity. I kind of think of it like uh, you know when you take something out of the dryer and you have you know th you know things kind of sticking to you know hair or whatever it is onto the laundry. You don't use a little dryer sheet or something. Um, it's like that. It's we're, we're, When we're not grounded, we tend to pick up more also. So that's the reason why the grounding rocks around the computers, frankincensing your computer, your, your television, and, um, and then also just making sure that once a month you take an Epsom salt bath of just about one cup of salt is all for only about 10, 15 minutes with your feet in the water. You want your feet in because that's, that's where it tends to leave us when it's cleansing. So you want the feet submerged fully, and that's it. And it's like you're good to go. Your energy feels clear. You feel a lot lighter. It's a neutralizer. Salt is a neutralizer. And when you think about it, even in biblical times, they talked about 
salt being more valuable than gold, right? There's reasons. We had clues all along. You know, we've had mm-hmm. there that salt is a is very very important for for cleansing. And so these are all. You know, we we our earth is so full of so many healing virtues of plants of the elements. Um, the the plants are the other thing I really feel like. I should talk about because it's really another, you know, as we start to train in any kind of spiritual healing work of any kind, we begin to find that there's certain things that we are, we are more um, gifted in, I guess I would say, more and more um, that we, with kind of fills our heart with joy when we do it. And one of those I discovered along the way was working with the plants. I had no idea. I loved the sacred plants so much until I started working with them and I do what's called a traditional shamanic wet healings using these sacred plants and um, it's it's just profound it it pulls so much from the cellular memory that I was referring to before but they they want to help us it's like you feel their spirits when they're there and ready to go to work during one of those healings those are probably one of my they bring me so much joy that's how the only way i can put it i feel filled with joy when i do these healings i bring out the drum there's 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 a feeling of ceremony when i'm doing one of these healings um it's connection to to mother earth in a very big way but also the plants their person you know they each have a different personality even and kind of more of a male or a female kind of presence when they come um, to do healing work on somebody. You can feel it as they come in. So we, we work with a lot of the plants in the traditional shamanic way that, you know, centuries old that has been done for many, 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 many centuries. Um, and corn for blessings and cactus and aloe for the emotional consciousness that needs to be removed. And we use the basil and the peppermint and and all various herbs to remove and it's almost like putting ourselves through a spiritual sieve you know we we it draws everything out and it's just coming out underneath the table there's a there's a a a candle underneath but it just everything gets pulled in and you feel so you feel like you're literally um (laughs) like so light afterwards in, in a I mean, it's it's golden. It's almost like a golden bright light. Not even just like light. Oh, I feel better. But it's like deep, deep mm-hmm. spiritual cleansing. So they're profound. Wow, that's you know, I think that's like almost a whole other podcast. I mean, no, I could yes. see really just talking about the plan. <laughs> no, really, all of these things. You know, we've just scratched the surface of mm-hmm. so much today, and um, that that can be a whole another layer of discussion. I you know the plants and using you know the the basic materials of the earth because you know we sort of started off talking a little bit about you know energy and our connection to those that pass and that we are um, you know we you and I are both you know, basically saying there is life that continues beyond this existence. And at the same time, we are here um, while we're here, meaning, you know, there is a connection to earth and to earthly existence while we're living that is of, of kind of primary attention for us and importance. And so connecting back to all of these earthly rituals and healing tools, I think is just so powerful. 
and yeah. um, worthy of many more hours of conversation. So <laughs> I want to thank you so much for joining me today. You know, the healing that I experienced with you was, was meaningful and was deeply felt and continues to be a positive force in my life. So I, I so appreciate that. And then extending it, you know, giving me this time today and the opportunity to share some of this with the folks that listen. Um, I'm, I'm so happy that we could do this. Oh, I'm, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Um, I, I, there's, there's no words. Like I can't even, um, extend enough to you just to, to thank you for this opportunity to speak from my heart about what I do. And it's always just an honor to do healing work in and of itself. You know, I don't take it lightly that God, I do feel that each time that people come um, and that they've been led, that that's how I felt. I was led uh, for a healing. And so it's it's just an honor to have been that instrument for you, for your healing. And um, and I, I just thank you. I thank you for today. Thank you. Well, I will have uh, all the information that we've mentioned will be available with the podcast notes and on the website. And uh, to everyone listening, have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.